Hello, everyone. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. We are so delighted to be with you once again today. I'm Pastor Monty. This is Pastor Don. And we do welcome you to our Abundant Life Family Church online service. We're going to get right into the Word of God. Hopefully, you've got your Bible with you, as uh, that's our source of strength and our refuge for believers in these last days. And we believe today's message is going to be a great blessing to you as we mm -hmm. study the Scriptures together. Amen. Again, we're going to be receiving communion towards the end of the service, so you can ready those uh, uh, elements right at the time, at this time. And uh, praise God, we want to thank everyone for their continued faithful support and prayers for our ministry, for our outreaches. Praise God, we're getting the gospel out a lot right now. Even in these times we're living in, mm -hmm. great things are happening. And God is answering prayers. Yes, yes. And uh, mm -hmm. remember, you were born for such a time as this. Mm -hmm. And uh, praise God, Jesus is coming soon. And uh, mm -hmm. we need to be prepared, ready, and occupying till we see him. Glory mm -hmm. to God. So let's go ahead and open up with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you once again today for this privilege to be together in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you for fresh utterance today, boldness of utterance. Thank you, Father, for illuminating our hearts, filling them with faith as we look into your holy written word. We thank you. You never change and your word never changes. And we thank you for the comfort and edification of the scriptures that bring forth the light and the truth of you once again this day. And we give all thanks and glory to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 Well, today we want to share some things along the lines of uh, thoughts on discouragement and uh, being full of the spirit of faith and uh, understanding opposition. Uh, in the last days here, we have to remember that our assignment, the race that we're called to run as believers, is a spiritual race. It's a spiritual journey. And it's important for us to not only be in the race and stay in the race, uh, but stay steady in that race that we're all running. Uh, as Paul talked about there in 1 Corinthians chapter 9. And as we're looking at these things, it's important that there's many subjects we can be talking about. Marriage, family, the home, the list goes on and on. But what's pertinent right now is understanding the time in which we're living in and helping every believer. And that's our heart, is to help every believer that we can minister to and that you can minister to, to help you to be able to help other people because that's our job assignment as pastors, to be able to help you uh, to help other people. And, and that's how we spread the gospel. But it's important for us to realize that in these days that God is a God of great comfort. And he's a God that helps us and he's with us in trouble, as Psalms 91 tells us. And so today, as we look at these things, we want to talk about the battle plan that God has for us. Because after all, we're soldiers that are enlisted in the army, if you will, of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. In these last days, we're called to fight the good fight of faith. Uh, we're told that uh, as Paul told Timothy by inspiration of the Holy Spirit. So as we're looking at these things today, we encourage you to highlight these in your Bible, take notes, and go back over them after this uh, time together is over so that you can be refreshed and strengthened uh, more and more with each passing day. Because there's a lot of things going on in this world. And uh, we're here for such a time as this to help the Lord do his will and bring the harvest in before Jesus returns. Right. And so be encouraged about all this. But to be encouraged, we have to recognize our source of discouragement if we're 
discouraged. The Bible tells us a myriad of things about discouragement, but if we're discouraged as Christians, we can't be encouraging to other people around us. Mm -hmm. People are looking at us to bring comfort and to bring strength to them. Mm -hmm. And they might not even know the Lord Jesus yet, but right now people are open as never before. And they have been right. for the last many months, as most of you can attest to, as you meet people in the store and different places you go, they don't know where to turn. Mm -hmm. That's why we as believers need to let our light shine in these days in which we live. Mm -hmm. But persecution is a real thing. And when it comes, a lot of times people uh, are not really ready for that. And the That's battlefield true. really takes place for the believer. The most important place that we need to recognize our source of resistance from the devil is in our minds. We need to understand that there's a battlefield there. It's real. And the devil tries to oppress people. You see that suicides are up, people throwing in the towel, even Christians in this time in which we live. And it's really sad to see that. Uh, God doesn't want that to happen. But the devil is very calculating and he's systematic at diffusing faith or in trying to diffuse faith in our life. And we need to be ready to be able to uh, be on the offensive, as the Bible tells us in Ephesians 6. Uh, take the sword of the Spirit, praying. And that's offensive in our, in our spiritual weaponry. So praise God. We believe today is going to be a great blessing to you. Uh, but uh, we have to recognize where opposition comes from. Now, the Lord Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, and I want to begin there today. Matthew chapter 5, and you can turn there in your Bibles, but I want to read a passage. And we're going to look at several scriptures that have to do with understanding the nature of persecution. And we're going to hit the high spots. It's not the last word on the subject by any stretch of the imagination. But the scriptures are replete from the Old Testament to the New about what we're supposed to do uh, when opposition comes our way. And this opposition predominantly comes right now, and it's always been this way for that matter, but it's through persecution. And the persecution arises for the word's sake. We'll, we'll hopefully get into that a little bit later. Mm -hmm. But notice what Jesus said uh, on, about this uh, on the uh, Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 5. And he starts going through what's known as the Beatitudes. And he talks about the blessing. And I want to pick up in, in verse 10. It says, blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake. Blessed are those. So there's a blessing that uh, it comes to us from God uh, for being persecuted for righteousness sake. Mm -hmm. Instead of running from persecution, we need to be equipped and ready for it so that we can receive the Lord's blessing, right? Because mm -hmm. Jesus did not mince words here. He said there is a blessing. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. What do you mean the kingdom of heaven? What is, what is there? Their blessing is the kingdom of heaven. Well, we lay hold on eternity right now. Lay hold on eternal life, the Bible tells us. And so when the scripture says our eternal reward is heaven, praise mm -hmm. God, we're in the family of God if you've been born again. And so there's light at the end of the quote-unquote tunnel. Lots of light. And it's getting right. brighter and brighter with each passing day, according to Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18. Mm -hmm. The path of the just is a shining light that shineth more and more to the perfect day. The perfect day is when we see Jesus, and he's coming soon. Mm -hmm. So praise God for that. Mm -hmm. But the scripture says our blessing, when we're persecuted for righteousness' sake, uh, 
our blessing is the kingdom of heaven and that we yes. have eternal life, praise God, Amen. and all the attributes that are enclosed in that. Amen? Amen. And it goes on to say there, rejoice and be exceeding glad for great is your reward in heaven. All right? Mm -hmm. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Mm -hmm. Then immediately Jesus goes into talking to those that day about you're the you're the salt of the earth. Mm -hmm. And he goes on to say, you're the light of the world. So yes. be encouraged Amen. about this and rejoice because we're living in the last days. And when you're persecuted, it's to be expected. Jesus said mm -hmm. in John's gospel, he said, they persecuted me. They're going to persecute you. Now, another scripture that goes right with that and again, we're going to look at several scriptures here, but turn over here to 2 Timothy chapter 3. 2 Timothy and chapter 3. And let's actually begin reading in verse 1, because this is exactly what is for us right now. Okay? This is for the days we're living in right now, because we're living in the end of the last days. All right? So let's pick up here. Uh, what he said there in chapter 3 of Second Timothy, verse 1. He said, this know also, <clears throat> that in the last days, and we're living in the last days, right? Yes, we are. In the last days, perilous times shall come. Well, you've heard that scripture before, perilous. The word perilous simply means treacherous. It's very difficult mm -hmm. days. Slippery. Why? Because there's so much deception out there. Mm -hmm. Turn on the news media. Uh, turn on a lot of things that you see on the media now. There's so much deception. Uh, you don't have to hunt for deception. Deception will be there when you turn your computer on or your smartphone. smartphone and uh, and uh, your, your smartphone is not really smart in some things because it'll give you a lot of misinformation. So you have to be the smart or the wise one to know how to navigate through that. But he's warning Timothy here that perilous or treacherous times are going to come. Why? He said, for men shall be lovers of their own selves. And, and that's the first thing that he begins to talk about here. Men, lovers of themselves. Uh, <laughs> and mm -hmm. Covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. And all of these, don't we see that in grand fashion right now? Oh, we yes. sure do. Oh, yes. Without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good right? Mm -hmm. Traitors, right? Traitors. Notice that word there. Heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. So this last one here is, this, this is speaking directly to not just unsaved people mm -hmm. and people that you may have seen backslide in the, in the known church, but he's talking about religious people. Religious people that they have a form of godliness, but deny the power thereof. And he says from such turn away. In other words, we're not supposed to have company with people like that, that are known for that. They, they talk about God, but they don't really, they don't live for God. Mm -hmm. It's a real religious thing. Okay. And that's, that's right. why we have to be so discerning by the help of the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth in line with the written word of God so that we can navigate these perilous times and that we're not taken by surprise. Mm -hmm. These are great days. And, and God hasn't given us the spirit of fear. Right. We've said that repeatedly because the Bible tells us from the Old Testament through the New that God's not the, not the author of confusion and he does not give us the spirit of fear. That's right, so anytime 
fear tries to come or confusion, you take authority over that in the mighty name of Jesus. And you mm -hmm. say, devil, I bind you in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. I break your power and you resist him. And guess what? That's right. He has to flee from you. Yes. Okay. Amen. Now let's go on and read. It says here that uh, from such turn away, verse six, for there, for of this sort are they which creep into households and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with diverse lusts. So again, we see uh, deception going on, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Mm -hmm. Now as Janus and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith. Okay? And, it, and all this we could go into deep detail, but it really sets the stage to where we're going here. Okay? Mm -hmm. Look what it says, verse 9. But they shall proceed no further, for their folly shall be made manifest unto all men, as theirs also was. And you can look at that, what happened in the Old Testament, right? They tried to rise up against Moses, right? Didn't work out so well. Okay, but notice what Paul says here in verse 10. He says, but thou hast fully known my doctrine. In other words, what he was teaching, manner of life, the way he lived, purpose. And he's talking again to Timothy, but think about that, how people are supposed to see these things in our life as Christians, right? That's right. So see yourself in this picture that people are looking at what doctrine you hold to. What do you believe about God, mm -hmm. right? Uh, what what manner of life do you live? Do you live right. with one foot in the world, one foot in the kingdom of God? Well, that's not a safe place to be. You don't want to be living that way in these days, especially that we're living in now, because we're living in ser serious times. And as the scripture says there, perilous times, okay? Mm -hmm. But notice what it says there. They're not going to proceed any further for their folly shall be made manifest unto all men as theirs was also. But thou hast fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long suffering, charity, patience. And then look what he says there in verse 11. Persecutions, afflictions, which came unto me at Antioch, at Iconium, at Lystra, what persecutions I endured, but out of them all, glory to God, yeah. out yeah. of them all, the Lord delivered me. Well, that coincides Praise with Psalm God. 34, 19. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. Amen. So the Lord, aren't you glad the Lord doesn't deliver you just from a few or some, but he, he promised to deliver you out of them all. That's right. So he's promised to see you through them all. Amen. And be with you. Amen. Hallelujah. Get you out of there. That's, too. that's good news. That's, that's fantastic. So it doesn't mean that we won't have persecution. Okay. Mm -hmm. But notice what it goes on to say. Yea, all, that's verse 12, 2 Timothy chapter 3. Yea, all that will live godly in yes. Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Mm -hmm. All of them will. Mm -hmm. Every single person with no exceptions. Okay. So when persecution comes your way, and we're going to look at a scripture here back in the uh, uh, gospel of Mark, and you're going to see why that happens. And especially as a word person, as a faith person, right? A more word person, meaning that we get into the word of God and the word of God is what dictates the way we behave in our life. Okay. 
We're, we're, we, we, act the, we know the word and we act upon the word and we live by the word of God. Mm -hmm. That should be our aim. That's the bullseye and I, of how we're supposed to live. I, yes. And I, and I also believe too that, you know, the Bible says that, you know, out of the, out of um, death and life shall, you know, come from the tongue. Yes. And the power of the tongue. And that's why it's so important that we speak life over our situation so we don't fall prey to speaking when you're in the heat of the battle, when you're in the heat of everything going on, you're being persecuted on every side. Yes. And you're, the inflictions are, are coming against you. And, you know, the Bible says, you know, don't think this is strange. Um, consider it all joy when you fall into diverse, you know, temptations and trials, knowing that the trying of your faith, it's producing patience. That's right. And so we have to recognize what's going on, you know, who's doing the inflicting. It's the devil. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. We know that. But also, too, you know, it's really it's really tempting to uh, to give in and to speak doubt and unbelief and mm -hmm. to question God, perhaps. But we have to always go back to the word of God. What is the what's going on? Sometimes we don't know fully what's going on. Mm -hmm. And we we feel like we want to question God. But if we go to the word of God, it has all the answers. That's right. And then God will speak to you individually. If you, there's something he wants you to do as you seek him, his face. As mm -hmm. you seek him in prayer, he'll give you direction and show you what you need to do. That's right. A along with the word of God. He's not going to do anything apart from the word of God. But a lot of times we have to wait patiently, you know, for the Lord. We have to get before him, seek his face, but mm -hmm. wait on the Lord. Exactly. And spend time in prayer and let him know your concerns and your heart. But also too, oh, this is what, this is, this is what's going on in the last days. Mm -hmm. and, and this is what I have in Christ. <clears throat> Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then this is what we can speak over our situations too. That's, that's right. That's you have very to, important. Very important. Exactly. You have to keep your tongue right. You have to train your tongue to speak what the word of God says. Resist fear. Use the mighty name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is against the devil. He's exactly. legally underneath your feet. But there's no way around but through persecutions. There's no way around. There's no exceptions. If you, as the scripture says there, yea, all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. So you're going to be right. persecuted. Jesus, as I mentioned a moment ago, he said that, you know, they persecuted me. Mm -hmm. You're going to be persecuted. So let's do a little reverse psychology. So if you're living godly, that means you're going to suffer persecution. Right. That means you're doing the right thing. That's right. So yes. if you're not Blessed. living godly... Sometimes you got to look and see who's being, you know, who's doing the persecuting. If the world's persecuting you, that means right. you're living godly. That means you're more like Jesus than you are like the world. Exactly. That's a good thing. Exactly. So, you know, there's a lot of times we have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. You better believe it. <laughs> As and you've it's always not, said. You're right. It, well, it's... it's when it's afflicting your flesh, it's never comfortable. No. But you can have time. peace within the joy. You know, the, the kingdom of God is within us. But one thing I want to add really quickly, honey, too, is that... Knowing what's going on and knowing when, when you're full of the word of God and, and pressures applied against you, just like a sponge that's soaking up in a liquid, whatever pressure is applied to that sponge is going to come out. So if it's soaking up in water or paint and you put a little bit of pressure up against that, that's what's going to ooze out of it. That's exactly so that's, right. that's a good way to do an evaluation and check and see, well, you know, what am I filling myself up on? But mm -hmm. I like what Proverbs 15, 23 says right here. It says, a man hath joy by the answer of his mouth. Yes. And a word spoken in due season, how good it is. So it's not just for you. It's not just for me, mm -hmm. you know, to for me to benefit from that. But it's for me to also be a blessing to others and to encourage them along their walk of life, too. And encourage them in the Lord. 
Yes. In their faith walk. That's right. A man has joy by the answer of his mouth. So you're going to determine by what you say the joy level you're going to have in your life. And the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost, mm -hmm. says in the book of Romans. So joy is one of the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, right? Mm -hmm. From Galatians 5. So we have to remember God's on our side. Yes, and amen. even though all of these things in the world seem topsy-turvy and it seems like everything is so fluid and changing, God never changes. And he wants us to be impactors and not be impacted by the world and dictated uh, by the world what we're going to have as far as joy, as far as peace, and as far as sharing our light and being the salt of the earth that Jesus wants us to be. So guess what? You and I are called to live in this time and to be lights in this world. Mm -hmm. And so we have a blessing when we're persecuted, mm -hmm. right? So when Paul said, yea, all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. You might say, well, I, I, I'm never persecuted. Well, then ask yourself, am I really living godly? Because yeah. if you do, and godliness uh, godly, <laughs> godliness with contentment is great gain, right? But many times religious people will persecute you when you are trying to do the right thing because for some reason, they'll just won't be happy with the, the light that is being emitted from you, being reflected of Jesus being in your life, they're not going to be happy with that. That's right. So, so don't be conned in a wrong way that, uh, well, I just, I just don't need to be so uh, on fire for God. No, this is a time Depressing. to have oil in your lamp and your lamps burning strong with the blessed light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Right. So don't run away from persecution. That's right. When, when you're being persecuted for righteousness sake, because you're endeavoring to live right, not because we're perfect. Not because we've never made any mistakes. Amen. Every Christian has. Every person has. That's right. Except the Lord Jesus right. Christ. And he was persecuted and he never missed it. So where would you and I come in? Well, we're, we're down the, the line yes. of, of, of that. But thank God we're forgiven. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Thank God <laughs> that uh, the blood of Jesus is washed Especially away. Especially when you sin. miss it. Get it under the blood. Amen. Quickly. Immediately. Don't, don't. You don't have to do penance and you don't have to punish yourself. Just get under the blood. Amen. Because, you know, I'll tell you how, I'll tell you how important the blood is. And uh, you might say, well, why are you giving us so much scripture? Because you know what? God magnifieth his word above his name. Yes. And the word's got Psalm all the answers. The word's got all the answers. That's right. So Revelation 12, 11, or 12, yes, 12, 11 says, and they overcame him by, who's him? It's the devil. Talking about the believers. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb mm -hmm. and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto death, unto the, the death. But I want to back up here just really quick. And that says in verse 10, it says, and I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now has come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ for the accuser of our brethren, the devil, yes. is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. So when you see what's going on, it's like, oh, that makes sense. Okay. So the devil's before the Lord accusing them day and night, accusing, mm -hmm. you know, look at, you know, he just day and night, he's got a legal right to be here. But there's going to be that one glorious day when he's going to be, <laughs> he's going to be thrown into the, into the lake of fire. Amen. And it's going to just take one angel to do that. But until Amen. then, he's got a legal right to be here. Mm -hmm. I also wanted to share another scripture. And you're talking about, honey, being ready to answer, being ready to give an answer and knowing what's going on. 
And I like what first Peter chapter three, verse 15 says, it says, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. Okay. That means we're submitted to him and mm -hmm. be ready always and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. And remember, when you give your testimony, mm -hmm. it's a powerful thing. That's right. Because you're overcoming the devil by the by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of word your testimony. Of your testimony. Plus, mm. you're also giving hope. You're giving a reason for people to, hey, I've got something to trust in. Not myself, not my circumstances, not my money, not my family, mm -hmm. not my job, but in the Lord. Right. He's the only, he's, <clears throat> and, the, like, and you were saying earlier, <clears throat> a lot of people are searching. A lot of people are. are looking for <clears throat> answers. I've had I've had different ones come back into my life that I haven't seen or heard from in years, and uh, you know what? They're they're <clears throat> hungry. They want to know the truth. Yes. And those that hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. Amen. That includes us, not just not just you know those in the world, but that includes us. That's right. Always being hungry. That's right. And to know another scripture there in the book of Revelation says the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. The testimony of Jesus. So your testimony of what Jesus did for you yeah. and who he is to you is important in letting your light shine. Amen. And when you do that, you're going to have persecution come your way. So be ready with it. Uh, be, arm yourself with the right mindset, mm -hmm. right? Because persecutions are coming. Paul, came, They came to Paul in his day. They came uh, before that to the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember with the uh, Apostle Paul, before he was the Apostle Paul, was Saul. And he was persecuting the church of God. And Jesus, when he appeared to him on the road to Damascus, yes. said, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? That's right. Why persecutest thou me? And he said, who are you, Lord? He said, I'm Jesus. And you're kicking against the pricks. Mm -hmm. In other words, you're kicking. I've been prompting you and I've been pricking you like an yes. ox goat, trying to get your a cattle prod, trying to get your mm -hmm. attention. And he was consenting to the death of Stephen. And yet... He, God was trying to say, you're doing it to me. Yes. And Saul didn't know Jesus at the time. But boy, when the light of Jesus, when he appeared to him and came to him, he was blind. And then that certain disciple, Ananias, <laughs> laid his hands on him and he received his sight and got filled with the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Yes. So Life changed. Yes. The but, Lord Lord takes it very personally when you're, when you're persecuted. You better believe it. He takes it very personally. You see that right there. Is <laughs> what, you just, what you just shared. Exactly. Example. Amen. So look in 2 Timothy back to chapter 3. So when Paul said, you're going to be persecuted as you live godly, then in the verse 13, he goes on to say, but evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. And as we've seen in, in different times together, mm -hmm. uh, in different times we've been teaching here recently in the last several months, that Matthew 24, the first thing that Jesus addressed was let no man deceive you by any means when he was talking about mm -hmm. last day's things. That's right. So the devil will try to set on our shoulder and defeat us by discouraging us, persecuting us. God's not on your side. He doesn't love you. You he don't always, feel love. He loved. always comes to you in the form of a lie. That's right. And he'll do that mm -hmm. specifically to you individually, but also he'll use other people and even can, Christians, yes, he if he can, to try to discourage you, mm -hmm. other religious people. So to be forewarned is to be forearmed and yes, to know so you're ready for it. So you don't run from resistance when you're moving into the enemy's camp. You're not running from persecution when you share your testimony, because we've had all kinds of things. And many of you have had the same situation. You're sharing your faith. 
or giving people a gospel yeah. track or, or, or endeavoring to witness to them, then I don't want to hear that. Don't want to hear that. Well, fine. You're doing the Lord's work. And the Lord takes that personally. Yes. When you're rejected, it's actually not you being rejected. It's the Lord being rejected. When you're persecuted for righteousness sake, but that's what we're called to do. But he told us, he forewarned us there, as Paul told Timothy there in verse 14, that evil men and seducers are going to wax worse and worse deceiving yes. and being deceived. But notice what he went on to say. He said, but continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God mm -hmm. and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So in a nutshell, right here in that whole third chapter that we just read, sets up chapter four, where he goes into preaching the word, talking about those who would have itching ears, turn away from the truth to fables in the last days. Mm -hmm. And this is happening. It's been happening. Yes. But we see more of an acceleration of it. All right? Mm -hmm. And we have to stick with the word of God. We, we can't run away from the truth thereof. Because the Lord sees us. He knows what you're going through. Mm -hmm. He knows the troubles you're having. He knows mm -hmm. the persecution. He knows the afflictions. Yes. But praise God, as we started out today... You know, yea, those that will live godly shall suffer persecution. Mm -hmm. And that, you know what? Jesus said we were going to be persecuted. But he said there's a great blessing in it. Amen. And and any soldier going into battle, he's got to look at the battle plan, but he's also got to recognize who the enemy is. That's right. And recognize so that you know how to set up the enemy, you know how to ambush the enemy or come against the enemy and that type of thing. Well, it's no different in the spirit realm. And I like what 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse uh, 3 says here. It's really important that we understand that we're not walking. We're not supposed to walk after the flesh. We're supposed to walk after the spirit. And we don't That's war right. after the flesh either. So a lot of times we think it's, oh, you know, all these people are coming against me. Well, no, it's really, you know, the devil probably influencing people to come at you. Right. that's what he uses. He uses flesh. When you're living right. Yes, when you're <clears throat> living right. That's right. And for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. That's verse 4. And this is what we're supposed to do. We're not supposed to just ignore it. We're supposed to do something about it. That's right. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every, every thought, thought to the obedience <clears throat> of christ that's where the spiritual warfare it's not you know putting up your dukes and fighting with the devil like this it's really what the thoughts are trying to come against your mind and right. the thoughts of what people might be <clears throat> thinking or what mm -hmm. you think they might be thinking or what you think might be going on but that's right. where we have to take authority over and not give it airtime, so to speak and not focus on it dwell on it but just immediately just like a symptom of sickness tries to come on your body don't let that settle in and start to think, I wonder what's going on. I wonder if I'm getting sick. No, you immediately, you mm -hmm. immediately take authority over that. And the Bible, that's what, mm -hmm. that's what it says that we're supposed to take the word of God. We're supposed to speak the word and call those things that be not as though they were. We're supposed to take our authority in Christ. We've talked about that the last few months, right. taking our authority in Christ mm -hmm. because God's left it up to us. He's given us the authority to speak and to take authority over what the devil's trying to come against your mind or, or do against you That's or your right. family or your relationships. Right. Don't let them. 
No. Don't give him place. You take your authority. That's right. Bring into captivity every thought and every affliction and everything that the devil's trying to do. You say, no, I bind you, Satan. In Jesus' name, you leave me alone. I come against that lying uh, deception. I'm mm-hmm. not going to fall prey to that. This is what the <clears throat> words of God says about my situation. Amen. Or this is what the word of God says about me. Yes. Now we do, the, we do the casting down, as it says there in 2 Corinthians 10 and verse 5. Casting down imaginations. Because that's why the devil works. He paints imaginations in our head. He begins to play this endless loop of a video, replay of something. God didn't come through. Or the words that you heard somebody say. Mm-hmm. or something you saw from your past, and he tries to make you feel unworthy. He tries to pull faith out of you. <clears throat> we need strong faith in these last days. Yes. And you need to be able to successfully resist that. And you only do that by you deciding, <clears throat> excuse me, you take the authority in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And you say, devil, I put you to flight in Jesus' name. I bind you and I command you to stop and desist in your maneuvers against Amen. me my mind, and I take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. How do you do that? You put the word of God in. You start lifting your hands, praising God. Thank you, Jesus. You're on my side. Thank you, Jesus. You've given me the word. Thank you, Jesus, that you love me. Thank you, Jesus. You're on my side. Thank you. You've forgiven me. Thank you. Your blood is against the devil's work in my life, in my family. In Christ Jesus. Amen. You can do all things through Christ, but you have to do that because nobody can do that for you. You have to take your authority in Christ and use the mighty name of Jesus and the blood and draw a bloodline around your your life, around your family, around your home and say, no, you don't, devil. I I command you in Jesus' name, I command you to take your hands off of my life, off of my family, off of my mind. But you can't just think it. You have to say it. it. You have to speak it, but you have to speak it with authority. And by that, I mean, you speak it from the determination in your heart that bless the name of the Lord God said it, and I believe it. And if he said it, I believe it, and I'm going to act upon it yes. in Jesus' name. And, you know, and another reason why you have to speak it is because the <clears> devil, <throat> he can't read your mind. He's not all-knowing. He can't be everywhere That's at exactly once. That's exactly right. So if you are not speaking it, and I, I remember years ago, years and years ago, I thought, I'm just going to ignore that. The devil's coming against my mind. I'm just going to ignore that. And the Lord says, you're not, you're not handling it right. And I said, well, what do you mean I'm not handling it right? And he says, you're not doing what my word says. And I said, well, I'm ignoring the devil. He's not going to have any place in my life. And he says, but you're not doing the way I instructed you through my word. He says, you have to take a captive every thought. Mm-hmm. And every, it's, a, it's, not just, it's not just, you know, there's good imaginations. Okay? Exactly. But we're talking about evil. We're talking about things that come against you. Mm-hmm. Okay, resisting. It comes it against defeats you. It doesn't line up with you. the word of God. That's right. Okay, if it doesn't line up with the word of God, you got to take authority over it. Right. And so... And so I took authority over that. And you know that all that he gave me a song, in fact. And he said, the devil's just trying to get you down. That's where I got that song from. But um, the point is, is that I was trying to do it my own strength, but I wasn't doing it the Bible way. I have to do it the Bible way to get the Bible results. That's exactly and, right. Uh, and so the devil can hear me because, again, mm-hmm. he can't read your mind. He can't read your thoughts. So that's why you have to speak. And that's why they call Christianity the great confession, right? Exactly. Because we have to confess. You can't get born again without confessing the word of God, without confessing Jesus is your Lord and Savior. That's right. You've got to confess your healing and speak for that because Jesus has already taken care of that for you. Mm-hmm. You need to confess your sins 
and mm -hmm. claim your his forgiveness for your life and ask him to forgive you. Yes. And I'm so thankful we can do all these things, but he tells you how to do it. It's with our mm -hmm. mouth. And that's exactly. why we speak the word of God. That's what Amen. Mark 11 talks about Amen. as well. But one other thing I want <clears throat> to say in regards to that, it's important that we praise the Lord and yes. worship him. And that's what Isaiah 61 says in verse three. It says, we can put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. So besides speaking the word of God, you can also praise the Lord and worship yes. him and thank him. Right. And that's the highest form of prayer. Really, it is. It's mm -hmm. praising the Lord. Amen. And so uh, the devil does not like to hang around when somebody's praising God mm -hmm. and worshiping God. That's right. So we need to lift up holy hands without wrath and doubting. Amen. And we need to bless the name of Jesus. Even as the scripture says repeatedly, you can see it through the book of Psalms into the New Testament, mm -hmm. part of the spirit-filled life giving thanks always for all things in the name of Jesus, not yes. for all things that are bad, but giving thanks in all th in things that God has made a way out. Yes. Perhaps I, you're out yes. there today mm -hmm. and you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. We invite you today to receive him, mm -hmm. to believe on him. Jesus is Lord. He's been raised from the dead. He's the King of Kings and soon coming Lord of Lords. He is returning soon, yes. but you need to know him as your personal Savior. Even though he's purchased redemption for all of mankind, we have to personalize it. Mm -hmm. How do you do that? By accepting Jesus as your personal Savior. How do you do that? The Bible tells us in Romans 10, verses 9 and 10, that if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God's raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. Okay? We're in righteousness is immediately imputed into us when we believe on Jesus Christ. You have to believe that he's the son of God, that he was raised the third day. And he will forgive you of your sins. He'll come in and create you anew. Yes, and you'll be amen. born again. And you'll come into the family of God. If you're out there today uh, and you want to pray and accept Jesus, you can. But let me tell you this before we pray. I want to tell you that it's going to cost you everything. You're going to have to give up your life in exchange for his life. And allow your life to change because it will change inside out when you're born again. Amen. And this is not just fire insurance that you don't go to hell. This is for you to live the rest of your days sold out for Jesus. Mm -hmm. Start that's reading right. the Bible. Get in fellowship in a local church because that's what God wants you to be congregating with fellow believers, mm -hmm. okay? But if you're out there and you want to pray, why don't you bow your head right now and just repeat this after me, okay? Your heart's got to be in agreement with it. And you need to believe in your heart. And you can do that on the basis of the word of God. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I come to you in the name of Jesus. I come to you in the name of and Jesus. And I ask you, Jesus. And I ask you, Jesus. To come into my heart. To come into my heart. Create me anew. To create me anew. I believe. I believe. That you are the son of God. That you are the son of God. That you've been raised from the dead. That you've been raised from the dead. And that your blood was spilled. And that your blood was spilled. To free me from my sin. To free me from my sin. So I accept you now. So I accept you now. As my personal savior. As my personal savior. I believe it in my heart. I believe it in my heart. I say it with my mouth. I say it with my mouth. And I ask you, Lord. And I ask you, Lord. To change me. To change me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I receive. And I receive. That new heart. That new heart by faith. By faith. And I thank you. And I thank you. For forgiving me. For forgiving me. And cleansing me. And cleansing me. Because I repent. Because I repent. And I want to change my life. And I want to change my and life. And live for you. And live for you. Looking to Jesus. Looking to Jesus. As my Savior. As my Savior. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Now, if you prayed that prayer, I want you to get in contact with us. 
because we want to send you some material free of charge and help you to get into a local church to uh, where you can connect with uh, believers. Mm -hmm. It's so important for you to do that right That's now. Right. We need one another more than ever before. Mm -hmm. So be encouraged today. We're going to receive communion right now. And uh, we use 1 Corinthians chapter 11 as Paul reiterated what happened to the Lord Jesus on the night in which he was betrayed. He took bread and he took of the cup. Now, if you need healing in your physical body, we, as we take this bread together, we ask the Lord to come in and work a healing miracle in our physical bodies. Honey, That's would right. you pray yes. over the bread, please? Yes. So, Father, we thank you that this represents what Jesus did for us on the cross. This re represents his broken body for yes. us. Yes. And, and Lord, you, right Lord now, God. as we take and partake of this bread and we eat of this bread, we just thank you, Lord, that we put ourselves in remembrance what Jesus did for us on the cross over 2,000 years ago. Yes, we thank Lord. you, Lord, for what he did. And he not only was uh, was crucified and buried, but Father God, he rose on the third day. Yes. And thank when you. he rose from the dead, he beat up the devil. He gave us back yes. healing for our bodies, forgiveness of sins. And Father, as we take this bread this morning, this today, we thank you, Lord, right now in the name of Jesus, we say that I believe I receive I healing from my I body. Receive. And I thank you, Lord, that all sickness has to go because if Jesus bore my sicknesses, I don't have to bear them any longer. And I thank cast you, all my cares upon you as well. So we thank you, Lord, for your healing power touching every person right now in the mighty name of Jesus. From the top of their head to the tip of their toes, we give me on those you, headaches to go from people right now in Jesus' name. If yes. you have any type of confusion or dizziness, dizzy spells, or headaches, just command them to go right now in the name of Jesus. Or if you are suffering from anything else, you can claim hold of your healing. That's right. In Tumors, Jesus name. That's any right. problem. Yes, any, any problems pro Heart whatsoever. problems. Yes. Anything. Lung problems. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Jesus He's redeemed name. us from pneumonia. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Glory Lord, I thank you right now yes. for your healing power, yes. reaching out every person yes. watching. Thank we you, command Father those God. lungs to be free. Yes, we command Lord. that healing virtue of the Lord Jesus yes. to, from the top of every person's head yes. to the soles of their feet, work a miracle in their bodies Amen. and yes. any other ailment in the name of Jesus, you, but Lord. particularly lungs. We yes. command yeah. all congestion. Yes. We yes. command all infirmity to leave yes. in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for yes. that. Amen. That healing ointment is in manifestation right now, too. Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We receive. We Amen. believe we receive in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. And begin mm -hmm. to praise him and thank him for that. Mm -hmm. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. For healing, touching Glory everybody. To mm -hmm. Amen. Now, Lord, as we receive this cup, we want to thank you and praise you. that You're so good and you love us so much. And we thank you, Father God. You've forgiven us of our sins. You've given us a new nature. Mm -hmm. And Lord Jesus, we want to say thank you. We want to say thank you, Father God, for sending the Lord Jesus. We want to thank you for revealing this great truth of redemption to us. And we give you all praise, honor, and glory for it. Forgiving our sins, cleansing us, and giving us a future in you. In Jesus' thank name, you, Jesus. amen. Amen. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank him and praise him. He's a good God and he loves you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. These are great days to be alive. We want to thank you for being with us today. And we encourage you, continue to 
walk through this earth in the power of the Holy Spirit and continue to not run from persecution, don't run from discouragement to know, but know that God's on your side and he's for you. And it's important to get the gospel out because Jesus is coming soon. We love you and God loves you and be blessed in the name of Jesus until we meet again. Amen. Amen.